Welcome to Sinner's Take, another Catholic guys podcast of which we joke the least. I'm Alec. And I'm Eddie. And today we are talking about humor. Yeah, today we had some additional thoughts from those of you guys who listened to the last episode regarding... Um, what, were we talk- what did we talk about? <laughs> we were talking about... Um, yeah, take it away from here. What do you, what do you <laughs> We got? were talking about giving people the benefit of the doubt, and we mentioned having a thick skin. And one aspect of having a thick skin with regards to the faith is joking about the faith. Yes, that's right. Uh, and the whole thing about when is it okay to joke about the faith? Is it okay to joke about the faith? Is there... A, I mean, there has to be a line somewhere, but where is that line? Uh, and... Yeah, well, how does that play a role in evangelization? How does that play a role in... The quote that covers a <laughs> lot of ground with this that I love to go to is from my boy G.K. Chesterton. And, you know, obviously he's a saint, so he is fallible. So, what you know, you don't technically... He is a saint? Oh, well, did I just say he was a saint? Yeah. I meant to, say, meant to say he's a human? He's a human. <laughs> he's not a saint. He's probably in heaven. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would like to see him become a saint one day, maybe. I don't know. I guess I don't know enough about his life, though. Saint so. GK. Saint GK, yeah. Um, but he does have a quote that is good. So, but anyway, he is human, so we don't. And he's and he's not even a saint, uh, <laughs> so you don't have to take what he says to heart necessarily. Um, but he says it is the test of a good religion whether you can joke about it. If you if the faith finds itself having to be super defensive all the time, it is a sign that it isn't. A very deep well, I think, is what it goes. When I, and I first things that come to mind are maybe some of the smaller Protestant denominations that take their faith very seriously, or maybe even some of the more intense fundamentalist groups where they just seem to can't seems like they can't laugh about anything. Or, I'm thinking if I were self conscious about my height and was trying to convince you all the time that I was tall, and then you made a joke about me being short, and I didn't enjoy it, maybe I'm not that tall. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> well, this is the way I feel about, uh, I always talk to my students about rap music because a lot of rappers rap a lot about, you know, all the money they have and all the girls they get and how confident they are and uh, how tough they are and all that stuff. And like, and if you just keep telling me how tough you are, I'm just like not going to, I just don't believe that you're tough. That's the last <laughs> thing that I believe about you. Uh, I really, and obviously that's not all rap music, but um, yeah, real G's move in silence like lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real cheese <laughs> that's that's a little wayne is that really yeah that's funny good job little wayne yes uh yeah so i think that there's definitely some truth to that and i think kind of going back for the like building off of from the last episode the idea being that you don't want to die in this that sounds so dramatic you don't like die on the hill as in like make your last stand on something that isn't even that important right this was we talked about like wearing a mask with people who are more comfortable there so that you could open up the conversation maybe further, even the possibility of a conversation. Like, don't make yourself so incredible, so un- uncredible? Incredible. That's not... It can't be it. Ha- not having credibleness. <laughs> credibility. Not, not having credibility. In, but is that incredible? It can't be. It, it can't, can't be. be. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't sound... Uncredible doesn't sound... Uncredible yeah. sounds like a thing. I'm all confused now. Yeah. Having a lack of credibility. You don't want to make it sound like you have a lack of credibility right out the gate. Uh, and I think if you uh, are super defensive when it comes to jokes, think that that is important. Yeah, and of course there's a line, and maybe we'll find where that is right now. Probably not. Good. 
uh, <laughs> about what can and can't be joked about. Because if I'm going to interact with a family member who or a relative who is a Protestant and they say, how often does the Catholic Church do the crackers? We do it about once a month. You know, there's, I don't know. What would what would your response be to that? Uh, you know, just, I think, a quick punch to the face. <laughs> Pile drive to the face. No, I mean, that's, it's so easy to get defensive about it right away, but you lose so much credibility. I think it's important to just, I don't even know what I would do in this situation. I mean, I would probably try to, like, I feel like what I would do is I'd probably just, like, ignore it and just answer the question and refuse to call it crackers, right? Refuse to call yeah. the Eucharist crackers, but um, try to get to the nugget of truth behind that. Well, this did happen to me, and what I did— You set me up! <laughs> uh, I said, we do crackers—we never do crackers at Mass, but we do have the Eucharist every week or every time we offer Mass. Mm-hmm. But And so then he kind of laughed it off. Oh, okay, I see. And so I just play along with it, not get offended, mm-hmm. but still try and assert um, yeah. that you disagree. I think if I was capable, like as soon as you said what you said, like it came into my head, I'd probably make a comment about something like, but I wish they tasted like, you know, like I wish yeah. they tasted more like crackers, you know? Right. Because I, I think it would, I find it more effective to kind of draw them in further. Mm-hmm. And so being willing to, to, to laugh about it in a way that I think there has to be a way to do it reverently. But yeah, I, I would say that it, it doesn't, it doesn't do well to just like, excuse you, sir. Yeah. Right. Because not to mention, that's exactly what he wants you to do. Like right. You're playing right into his hands. I see you've activated my trap card. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so maybe that's one that we can play off or that, that doesn't feel like it crosses a line, but I, I can't think of well, a specific, but it all, it may cross the line, right? Like that might, he, that might be really bad that he said, that, you know, but he doesn't know that it's bad. So it, or at least I may, I mean, hopefully he doesn't realize the, the seriousness of his action, but so he's not as culpable for it. And that may cross the line, but I think you, I don't think you are necessarily like, like I, I shouldn't make that joke, you know? Right. When I, when I say cross the line, I mean that you are able to engage it in a, less serious manner you don't have to mm-hmm. say hey like i know you're just joking but yeah that's not it like you can play you can go about it in a more lighthearted way where there are things that are maybe more flagrant and aggressive where you have to say please be more respectful of yeah my beliefs and if you want to talk about what they are i'd be happy to and why i hold them yeah but please at least be respectful about it and i think there's definitely a place where like if someone were to make a comment this just came into my head if someone were to make like a very derogatory claim towards like the purity of mary or something like that which i know like even like protestants do sometimes they like will actively call like the mother of god some like very unsavory names to like prove a point and i just like even if you don't believe that she was immaculately conceived and even if you don't believe that like she was a perpetual virgin. Like you still are calling the person who Jesus loves more than anybody in the whole world, <laughs> something really bad. Like that's not a good thing just to prove your point. But I, I would probably, I think I would, like you said, like I would appreciate if you, with a little bit more reverence towards my beliefs, I understand if you don't believe them. Uh, so there's definitely a, a line there somewhere. Um, and it probably has to do with, there's other factors, right? When was the last time I ate? <laughs> <laughs> and your relationship with that person, yeah. right? That was a relative for me. So I knew I would see them again and there was a more ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. If someone just in passing 
you know, if you're praying a rosary outside Planned Parenthood and someone is walking by and makes this comment or driving by and you're just never going to see him again, how upset are you going to be and what's going to be the most fruitful way to go about that? And I almost feel like there's, if you can't do it, yeah, but if if you can't do it properly, where like it's really going to lead to a possible evangelization moment, like you really probably should just not do anything because you're just opening yourself up to, again, kind of like what we talked about last time, they're looking for a reason to peg you as rigid or um, intolerant, which is so not true, right? Because we believe, I genuinely believe that the Catholic faith is a, is a fount of joy. And so, yeah, there's an importance of walking that line, but just to not take things personally, I think is so important. They're not uh, like, they don't know, you know, forgive them father. If Jesus can forgive the people who are torturing him on the cross, right? Forgive them father for they know not what they do. I think we can probably forgive like a comment that they have. Cause what would, what would Jesus rather do? What would Jesus do in those situations? Right. He doesn't get defensive. He, he kind of takes the brunt of it all. And what would he want that we rush to defend his honor, which like he's already proven that he is willing to sacrifice for us. Or would he rather us kind of sneak in a little bit more and then have an opportunity for them to meet him? Uh, seems to be more effective. You know, I think of that, uh, whatever the snake is that they talk about, the sea snake that they talk about in Gladiator, where this uh, that Commodus is using that example that the snake, like, its prey, will it'll let its prey, like, take bites from it and then still won't do anything until, like, the, the prey feels really safe. But I hate everything about this analogy because, one, I'm quoting Commodus, who's, like, the worst <laughs> villain of all time, like, saying, like, that. Also comparing, like... Uh, who we evangelize to to like our prey <laughs> like like we're some sort of predator so uh you're probably not gonna edit it out but i take back everything that I'll i said <laughs> you don't have to that'd be funny, uh, it's funny. i'll uh it's a test of a good think, podcaster if they can laugh at themselves <laughs> uh one thing that if you're in that situation and you're str- like someone makes a joke and you're struggling like how do i respond to this the easy acronym is uh W-D-Y-T-J-W-D-I-T-S. You just made that up right now. What do you think Jesus would do in this situation? <laughs> <laughs> I wish there were a better way to phrase it. Yeah, there, there isn't, though. Maybe we can make bracelets. <laughs> say, the, say the acronym one more time. Yeah. What do you think Jesus would do in this situation? So the easy way to remember it, super easy, W-D-Y-T-J-W-D-I-T-S. <laughs> Uh, Sinners take original. <laughs> yeah, someone should put that on a shirt. <laughs> put that on a shirt. Send it to us. Uh, find us and send it to us. <laughs> but we won't tell you where we are. Um, send us the design. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll pay to have it printed, and then we'll then we'll sell it. <laughs> um. So to kind of take it back a little bit, one of the things that I see non-Catholics make is regards to like priestly pedophilia and sometimes it's phrased like a joke sometimes it's just a thinly veiled insult that they laugh at afterwards and this one kind of feels like its own territory because there are very real wounds there and a lot of times it might be coming from someone who doesn't know how to address they're very uncomfortable or they're they've been personally hurt by this or secondhand hurt by this and I think it kind of goes with all the jokes that we have to be careful because, you know, what 
what is the root of the joke, but this one in particular feels big and different to me. Yeah, and I and it's different because there's a fundamental difference here than like the Mary thing, right? Because Mary didn't do anything wrong and it's completely uncalled for. Like this was a reality that, you know, still does happen. So, and it, the really difficult thing for me is I want to just jump into defensive mode because you just, you know, you pull up statistics of other Protestant denominations that are the same, if not more. You pull up the statistics of coaching, of the Boy Scouts, of um, teachers, things like this. Like, it's not like this is a Catholic problem, but that, that that's so unproductive to just get the to go into defensive mode because it's it is real and i think to that approach is like to try and because they don't want to talk about it right and, and I, it is true that there are a lot of people who that that is the case for but a lot of them just like to pull the cheap shot right and they're and uh i do think like we in that sense we kind of just need to take it you know uh i think there's a place to take it and then say this is a more serious topic if you want to Mm -hmm. actually talk about it i'd be happy to i and affirm that you hate it too yeah right like this is if you found out someone you loved was doing something wrong it hurts you a little more than someone you don't really know so if you hold the faith in this at the prime part of your heart knowing this hurts you a lot and there is a place to communicate that but it's difficult to do it without being defensive but Mm. i think reassuring yes this is wrong yes this hurts is good but that one it feels like i don't know how you can joke along with it. yeah uh and i think there is also a way to tactfully do it this is hard i've had some success with this in the past where you kind of flip it on its head and you'd be like you're right that is really bad and like, why, why are you using this as ammunition? Like what, like you're, you're, you're literally laughing about this right now. Right. And I mean, like you have to be careful with that, but there is, there is something there in the sense that like, like if you, if you know, if you, you clearly understand how serious this is and you're using this as nothing but uh, a talking point to prove why God doesn't exist, which one really isn't, is it relevant to whether or not God exists? But, and it, I think it depends on like what scenario you're in. Uh, you know how well you know that person but there is a possibility for a good discussion on that that's like this is an issue that it, that hits close to home right and I would lo- like you said I would love to talk about how this hits close to home and um, why it's serious and what steps the church has taken to to help try and remedy the situation and but again that, that that that's like not gonna be the situation of like pa- someone in passing at a bar or whatever and then to pray for that person yeah. i think it the, the situation doesn't end there offer up your prayers for them because they may genuinely be hurting or not understand and we have to still will their good yeah and i you know pray consistently right oh we should always, always be praying <laughs> and but like ask for the intercession of the i mean the the guidance of the holy spirit uh to show you what to say in those situations because there are times where, because I'm not going to say, I don't want to make a blanket statement that there's never a time where, you need, where you're called to jump to the defense because that's definitely not true. And But we don't have the eyes for that and um, and the tact for that. So pray for the guidance of the Holy Spirit to show you what it is that you're called to say in those situations. And you'll know, I think. But 
yeah, there is definitely a difference there as well. Yeah, and I think it's, they might tell you, you know, lighten up or it's just a joke. Don't take it personally. And there is a place to say also, well, there are plenty of aspects of the faith that I'm happy to joke about. Or, and I know I, we, we like to share some of the Catholic memes. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you have a couple of those on deck or something that you are, you can show in good faith. Like, hey, I'm, it's not that I just can't joke about my faith. It's that this is something different. Yeah. Because... And this is, I guess, the second transition of this is like, so there's a difference between when people are attacking you with it, but like, what is the place of joking about it in the context of your friends and you yourself? And uh, to be honest, I think a big place, and I think that that's probably what the G.K. Chesterton quote was really about, was that being willing to enable to joke about the faith in your own circle. Um, and yeah, we, we love the Catholic memes and we think they're so fun. I mean... I have like I think we've talked about Twitter before. I mean, in about my wanting really bad to be Twitter famous. Um, <laughs> but like I love crafting funny things about like being Catholic. You know, like the point of Count Dooku when uh, when Count Dooku dies in Episode Three of Star Wars, and he's got both lightsabers around his neck, and that's like the intercession of Saint Blaze, where they do the you don't. You, it's kind of a low, like you probably haven't been in the faith long enough to know there's a saint saint blaze who's the patron saint of uh like uh throat ailments uh so when you got your tonsils removed that probably would have been really good but um like so there's a, on his feast day they do a blessing but it's like two candles that aren't lit that are like in the form of an x kind of like cross thing and they put them on either side of the neck you say through the intercession of saint blaze bishop and martyr uh may god protect you from like all throw ailments or something, something along those lines, but it looks like when Count Dooku dies. So, you know, post a picture of that and then say through the intercession of St. Blaise, yeah. Bishop and Martyr. And that stuff's hilarious, right? Like, I mean, it has to, it has to be funny. Um, but like, is that, is that okay? You know, GK I, Chesterton says it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's a saint. <laughs> I think so. I mean, the, right. The prevailing, theory of comedy is incongruity theory. So it's the idea that something is funny because it's not what you expected to happen. You expected to take a step and take another step, but instead you stepped on a banana and slipped. That's funny. Or, you know, the changing of words around or whatever it is. And, you know, they say, what is it? Uh, dissecting. is a nope. pound of cure. <laughs> That's they, do, it. they do say that. They do say that, but not what I meant. <laughs> um, analyzing comedy is like dissecting a frog. Yeah. No one really cares. And at the end, the frog dies. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so there there is room respectfully to play with these ideas. And there's some funny stuff out there. Yeah. I, yeah. It, you know, a, a well-crafted Bible verse that's way out of context in a moment <laughs> is just choice. Yeah. But I mean, I think there's something to it because if going off that un- incongruity theory, the faith like at its core is incongruous with what we would expect because the fact that God became man and then lived on earth as like a peasant and then died and then rose again. And then like to save us from sin, like that is so far beyond what we could possibly hope to expect. And it's funny. Like if you look at it in a vacuum, there there's, it's, it's pretty funny, you know? <laughs> and like a lot of the, the situations 
like the doubting Thomas, right? Like three years with Jesus. And he told them that this was going to happen several times. And he's like, I need to see it. Like, that's funny. Like Thomas, what the heck, man? Like, or like Peter saying, I would never betray you. And then like, you could totally see like a, like a funny TV show. Smash cut. Yeah. Yeah. Or like a, like a funny, like rom-com, uh, like trailer. It's like with Peter and Peter says like, I would never betray you. And then like cuts to the scene (laughs) denying him three times. Like, that's funny. Uh, and obviously, on another sense, though, like, because God is who he is, like, in reality, it, it makes so much sense. And that's the beauty of it. But um, we, we make jokes of things to process them. And I think ultimately it can lead to a greater reverence uh, if you right, – another Chesterton quote, right? He says, angels can fly because they, they don't take themselves seriously, right? They take themselves lightly is what he says. I don't. I don't see. I don't see God as as an overly serious God. I think he certainly has a sense of humor with us. Yeah, he's got. A, he's got. A, yeah, yeah. So yes, <laughs> uh, I think there's a good quote. Uh, I'm always. I'm super like hesitant to like quote saints nowadays because <laughs> I like. I feel like the more I, I learn about them, even going even going back to the last episode with the saying Ignatius thing, like you see it on a quote board and you're like, did he actually say that? <laughs> but there is a. Um, Augustine quote that says the truth is like a lion you don't have to defend it let it loose it will defend itself and I think that there's something to be said with that like like we can joke about the faith and even like because it can do so much good to draw people in in a lighthearted atmosphere that like we can make we can kind of joke about the bible and the funny things about it and like how some of the stories are ridiculous and like it'll draw somebody in with it but then once they're immersed in the truth and they start to actually look into it like it will defend itself because if we genuinely believe that it is the fullness of truth, all we really got to do is get someone started on the road with, if they have the right mentality, I guess it doesn't really matter as much how they start on the road. So, but also like, don't be irreverent. Like, obviously that's bad. Yeah. And you know, you definitely know it when you see it, I think. Yeah. I think, yeah, this is also the way in for a lot of evangelization. I'm thinking specifically of like Ricky Gervais. He's definitely a funny person, and he has a lot to say about the Catholic Church. Some funny, some not. But if he runs into someone who is being so serious about it, I don't imagine he would be open to that conversation. So different people do have different needs, but using it... It's weird. I don't want to talk about, like you were saying, I don't want to talk about using it as a tool to evangelize, but it is a way to share in the joy of the faith. Yeah, and all it is also annoying because like some people just be like a dead horse though, and some comedians use it for cheap points, and it's just not funny. Like, like I I can I can I, there's even times where I like think it's crossed the line, and I'm a little bit offended by it, and I can be appreciative, like yeah, but that was like that was funny, in like a vacuum that was funny, but then there's just so many that are just so offensive and just so not cleverly written at all. Uh, that's also annoying. Yeah. I Well, I'm thinking about... In talking about the incongruity theory, I remember in college, I wrote a paper. I'm very proud of this paper. but uh, <laughs> Talks about it all the time. <laughs> all the time. Uh, but brought up the, the principle of harm, right? Something is funny in so much as it doesn't hurt someone, right? If your friend falls over, you wait to see if they're okay. And if they're okay, then you can start laughing because it's funny. But if they're sitting there bleeding out you're not going to start laughing but is it still funny 
Um, I would say no. I would say if if harm is done, I think this also explains why different people are able to laugh at different levels because what do you interpret as harm uh, would explain that. So yeah, things can be joked about, but is the intent of the person, I'm thinking especially of a non-Catholic person making a joke, to harm you or the faith, or is it to process and shed light on something? I think I disagree though. I think that if someone falls, in all cases it's funny, but whether or not it's appropriate to laugh is separate. I think we've talked about this before, though. Um, potato, potato. Yeah, tomato. I'm right. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. So it's the same word, right? Just <laughs> different pronunciations. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, think... another, maybe, we, maybe we should do like a debate. That'd yeah. be funny. Just like just for funsies. Yeah. About something silly. We just have to find something that we like genuinely disagree about. <laughs> uh, a taco is a sandwich. Yeah. Cereal is a soup. Yeah. Do you agree with both of those things? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if anybody wants to take on the debate of, <laughs> wants to debate us, find your smartest friend, <laughs> or your, preferably your dumbest friend, <laughs> who think, and you guys think that cereal is not a soup, we would love mm. to discuss that. We can have you on Sinner's Take. <laughs> All right. Um, we're only going to get less productive as this goes on, so... That's very true. I think we will... It's hard to argue with that observation. <laughs> I think we'll cut it off here. No! Uh, go make some jokes. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you... Share them with us on Instagram, and we'll post them to our Instagram story if yeah. they're funny enough. I would so love when you that. see that nobody actually does it, just assume <laughs> that it's not because people didn't share them. Assume that it's because none of them are funny enough. <laughs> like a vip that nobody can get into yes <laughs> not even us and always remember w-d-y-t-j-w-d-i-t-s what would jesus do 